What's up guys? I'm not gonna yell. My voice is destroyed. <laughs> Yo, Aljo is like, it's a different man than what he was two days ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling to do this right now. Like, I know we have to do something and it's just really hard to talk, so I can't yell. But I am excited. I haven't really sat down and talked yeah. with you guys for a bit. I know we did the thing on Friday. We actually did that Wednesday, but we didn't get it up till, actually we didn't get it up till Saturday, Saturday morning. <clears throat> Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, so it's been quite a bit. I'm trying to stay consistent with the podcast, but man, three time baby, shit. <laughs> That's all I gotta say is, whoo, I got ice what in my veins, do? baby. Ice in my veins. Man. Crazy. How do you feel like coming off such a monumental weekend? It's like an emotional roller coaster. It's, um, I'm still coming down. From, from everything. Finally was able to drink, enjoy myself a little bit. Yeah. So it, it's been cool, man. It's But it's like, every time I do this, I'm like, dude, this this wave of emotions going through the ride of training camp, you go to the fight, you weight cut, talking crap with your opponent, the ceremony weigh-ins, and then the hurry up and wait, which is the day of the fight, you literally just time just goes so slow and you're just like i just want to get in there and just freaking fight this guy already and just figure out who is who like, and that's it yeah like get to the i want to get in the mix yeah but when you're waiting that antis that anticipation and the anxiety and not like bad anxiety it's like you got this energy pent up that you just want to spend and you don't want to get too tired from like overthinking about it and things like that so with that being said, man, I, I'm excited and just happy with everything, the way that things played out. I got to watch the fight back today. Yeah. I tweeted about it. Mm -hmm. And I legitimately think I won the first four rounds comfortably. And yeah. you could say that some of the rounds were close. You could say two was close, which it was. Three was close because he got the takedown at the last second. But for the most part, I outpointed him. I think I landed the harder shots. Uh, I controlled the tempo of the fight, and I feel like there was never any point in the in the fight where I was in danger. And the optics of like when I shoot and it's a failed takedown, it's not necessarily to like score every single time, but it makes Henry have to respect the takedown situations. And I know some people are saying, "Oh, you're playing the game, and this is why you're you're baiting a foul." I'm like, I'm not baiting a foul. I'm strategically getting back up to my feet. Because if I just get up and just rush to my feet, you can even watch the fights. The times where I just got right back up, Henry landed some clean knees to the body, almost to my face. And those were the times I just got right up. So when I take a shot and he stuffs the takedown and he holds me in a front headlock position, he's framing me up. I'm not just going to get up and get clapped. I'm just not doing it. That's the dumbest thing you could do. Fight IQ, man. And Dominic Cruz did a great job breaking down my style, which was a little annoying. It was brilliant because I was like, wow, this guy is smart. Yeah. He knows exactly what I'm doing. But it was annoying because He's giving you're giving away. away the sauce, bro. <laughs> you're giving away the sauce. I'm gaming these guys and they don't even know what I'm doing. I'm playing the game in the sense of uh, I'm playing to the, to the strength of the rules. I'm shooting. Failed takedown. Okay, I didn't get the takedown, but now you're thinking about the takedown. And now on top of that, I get to hang out in a position and rest and strategically plan when I want to attack again. And if you get lazy in that position, I'm coming up with strikes 
Or, like even, I think the fight with Pedro Munoz, I would shoot, he would stop the takedown, and I will pull him into a clinch and throw a big knee. So it just depends on what my opponents do. If you want to keep me in that position, okay, now I'm going to wait. If you make a mistake like Takei Mizugaki and allow me to reshoot because you're standing there waiting, trying to punch me, I get a clean shot on the legs. I could climb up, get my hands locked, and then I could take you down. You're giving so, it away now. Yeah, you're but like now breaking it down. Now I'm like, yeah. At this point, it's kind of like, I think guys are gonna they're gonna be privy to what I'm doing now, and it's gonna be like, okay, I know what Aljamain is doing now, and I'm not falling for it. So Amali, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be smart enough to know if he gets in that position, how can we score and take advantage of him while the champ is on all fours, and make him pay. Because that's theoretically what you have to look at. Because how many times were we were we in that same exact position in 25 minutes? Yeah. Way more than I probably should have. Yeah. And even going back, I even talked to Ray and I talked to Al about it. And I was like, dude, if there's one thing I can say is like, yeah, I know what I'm doing there. But at the same time, I, I get why people think it doesn't look good. Yeah. But at the same time, like the way I break it down in my head is like, it's a 50-50 position. Nothing's happening. He's not winning because he's not beating me up. I'm not winning because I'm not doing anything. So it's like it's almost like wasted time in the in the round. I think when you do that, like back to back to back a couple <laughs> times in a round, it kind of like I think the optics may look a little like you're desperately trying to get a takedown and you're not getting it, and then therefore Henry's yeah. beating you, kind of thing. That's yeah. that's how it seems that's like the announcers look yeah. at it, and, and, and I, I get other that. fans probably too. And but, yeah, and I, and I can I can understand that. Right, but it does open up, like when you when you throw a lot of takedowns and the guy knows he has to worry about it, it opens up your striking. So exactly. that's the other part of it. Like if you just struck for three rounds straight and he's not thinking about the takedown, then it's, it's probably harder to hit fight. him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now you have more openings and more chances that you can get clean shots against me, not fearing a takedown coming your way. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a strategy, man. I'm being strategical while I'm in those positions and I think that's the brilliance that people are missing but a guy like Dominic Cruz, as smart as he is, he's not missing that. And um, now I'm going to have to play a little bit differently going forward because I know I've done that in way too many fights. I've done that in this fight. I've done that in the Jan fight. Uh, I didn't do it in the TJ fight because the fight, he never ever stopped the takedown in that position. And I did it in the Pedro fight. I did it against Mizugaki. Um, I've done it countless times in the UFC where I'm surprised now that people are just now seeing this trend of when I'm in that position, how I utilize failed takedown attempts to my to my advantage. Mm -hmm. I think you know. So um, other than that, man, I, I thought it was a good fight. I thought Henry brought a good pace. He did some really good things. Made some really good adjustments, but even watching the fights, there were some technical things that I did wrong. Like for one, my jab. I had a really good jab during training camp. Mm -hmm. Something felt so off. I don't know what it is, but even when I was watching it, I would see that I was taking a step as I was jabbing, telegraphing when I was going. And then that's when Henry was making those reads. Cause I'm like, how is he reading everything I'm doing. And then that's when I say there's that chess match. I felt like he was making adjustments to my adjustments. And then I had to adjust to his adjustments. Mm -hmm. So watching it now, again, in its entirety, breaking it down, slowing down what I'm doing, I'm like, if I'm my future opponent, this is what I'm looking at and seeing how I could capitalize. So me now knowing I'm looking at my own mistakes, I see what I could clean up, what I could do better going into the next fight with Sean and uh, more than likely September.
So there's some there's some good uh, some good takeaways from like a positive standpoint and some negatives. And I asked the guys to just give me some notes on some things that you think, and we can review it together. But I want you guys to give me notes on what you think, and then we could kind of go around go about it together and break it down and see how we can assess and continue to get better. Because when you're at the top, man, everyone's gunning for you. Yeah. And obviously, if I'm going to make my grand exit from 135, I need to make sure that I do it in style. I, I want to make sure that I don't make no mistake with this guy, O'Malley, because he's a sniper. He's longer. He's going to have a better reach than yeah. Sayudo. So I can't afford to make those type of technical striking mistakes where I can get clapped. And I know he's looking at that and like saying, like, yo, I'm going to catch him bad and hurt him and I know that but I also know and I know he knows if he misses and he missteps on something miscalculates and he's on his back that fight's as good as over yeah. you know what I mean yeah especially how early I can get him down in the ground so there's a there's a lot of takeaways there's some good stuff I know people are gonna say oh you're giving away the game plan guys it's a fight you make adjustments things happen Henry didn't think the things that he's seen in the fight he would have been able to handle it a lot better and it's a fight things are gonna happen so again hats off to Henry and his team they did a great job I do want to read the tweet the the Venmo that I got from old Eric Alberson Alberson which his is nickname? Captain America yeah the guy with the weird glasses he he Venmoed me 20 bucks 10 bucks 5 bucks and a dollar and uh, it all goes 20 bucks for every takedown you got on Triple C minus Henry's. 20 bucks. <laughs> and then he goes, please give Marab five bucks also. Payment in advance for the Sarah Longo Pissing Blood Foundation. Hashtag MMA hour. Uh, and then he goes, payment in advance for Triple C. Disrespecting Georgia Wrestling for UFC 292. For, he's thinking that him and Marab are going to fight in, in uh, August on mm-hmm. that Boston card. And then... Payment in advance for Triple C, borrowing Marab's Papaka at UFC 292 press conference. Hashtag. <laughs> so he's he's funny. I commented. I liked everything. I commented. I was like, you're just a freaking troll, huh? Yeah. Like, you really want to go there? I'm like, all right. Game on. Game on. Uh, I, I like the games, Michelle, but this is what I'm talking about. He's not fighting, but he's talking as if. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, weird. It's you know like you're making a beef with you. I was filming like a uh, at a boxing press conference, and it was like, it was Devin Haney and Lomachenko, but most of the talking was done between Haney's dad and Lomachenko's coach. And it was like, why are you guys doing this? Like, how, why are you guys promoting the fight? Like, you're talking for your son, you're talking for your your student, I guess. It's like, it's a weird yeah. thing. And then in MMA, that doesn't happen often. So, like, him doing that is just kind of like, and, and that was my beef with the whole thing. It was just like, I, dude, what are you guys doing? Like, is it Henry and me fighting or I'm, am I fighting Captain America? Like, and Dom even checked him on that in the locker room one time. Like, I don't know if this is foul play for me even mentioning this, but this happened at the PI and he extended his hand to like try to say hello to Dom and Dom like checked him like, like, no, you said, a, you talked a lot of shit about me. Now all of a sudden you want to try to be friendly and pretend like that, none of that ever happened. It was like, we're getting in there fighting and you're sitting here talking from the sidelines while you're protected. It was like, but you're writing a check that your ass, you know your ass can't cash. Mm-hmm. You're acting as if you train. You're acting as if you fight. You do none of those things. Right. So why are you talking like that? If you get slapped for it, that's on you. Yeah, like you're acting like a Twitter fan. 
Yeah, you know, like you're li- talking like when the there's fans. no consequences that are really gonna happen from it. You yeah, know? and that's the part that's not okay. Like other than that, I thought Eric was okay by me, and then I started seeing more of the stuff that he was doing. I was like, you're literally that that shitty fan in the crowd who's heckling the fighters, but that shitty fan pays their money for the experience. Right. They're entitled to do that, but you, as the coach, why are you doing that? That is just like. It's weird to me, man. It's just so weird. Like, our team don't do that. We don't do corny shit like that. We don't do... It's just, like, classless. That's, that's the way I look at it. There's, I, there's no class in that whatsoever. And uh, if we were to take up on that for someone... Because we're going to actually fight. So there are consequences. But me and you, we're not going to actually fight. But if I decide to take you up on some of the things that you're saying and check you on it, now what are we doing? Now we're in a conflict. We're in a confrontation. Mm-hmm. So that's when it becomes a little bit different. And I, I think he's kind of got a slow roll with the WWE thing he's doing. It's just a, it could be a little bit, a little much. Let Henry do the talking and right. all the whatever, whatever, grab ass stuff that he wants to do. I feel like um, they like were trying to get in your head so bad, but all like as their antics progressed throughout the week, it just made us think like they're more desperate, like. It, it, it did the opposite of getting your head. It was like, it made you a little, I feel like it made us a little more like confident, like these guys are just being dweebs and it's not working and it's like desperate moves. Yeah, I don't know. It was just like, you guys, and I even said it to them, like you guys think you're getting in my head, but no, you're just being really weird and it's just annoying to the part where I want to slap you and fight you. Like I'm willing to risk the fight right now because you guys are being complete dipshits. And you know what I mean? So it's just like. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what they want. So. In that sense, and it's just like be a professional. But I'm like, I'm trying to be a professional, but I can't be a professional when there are literally people in your corner that are not even in the corner that are doing stuff to antagonize a situation and have it blow out of proportion. Like random or, dudes. Yeah. So I was like, like what are you doing? Nobody knows any of you, and you're just like, yeah, the tall dude with the bobblehead. <laughs> and I heard he was a masseuse. Yeah, he's a massage <laughs> What's therapist. What's the masseuse gonna do? Uh Obey, obey. It's like your you know master. what it was, bro. How about that? You, you, you took you caught Henry off guard Sunday night when you got to the hotel, and they were trying to win that that back the whole week, and it wasn't working. I, yeah, I Henry think that was what, like I think that's deploying what it was. all attacks. It's like you're losing the war, so you're trying all these different tactics to try to win the war, and it's just like you, you lose each one, and your more your next move is even more desperate. <laughs> they just don't get how bulletproof I am up here, man. It, it's like you can say whatever you want, man. I'm gonna. We're gonna fight. Like the, all that other stuff, um, it, it don't it don't matter. It is what it is. I don't, I don't know. It's just some people. I, I think you could you could get under the skin and make them mentally doubt themselves going into the competition. So in some cases, that does work with the fighter on fighter, but not like the cornermen and the coaches and the training partners that are coming out talking. That's just that part is just where it gets goofy for me, man. Yeah. Um, but other than that, man, I, I felt good about the fight. Watching it back, I felt way more comfortable. And I think even Henry can say honestly to himself that he f- didn't feel like he left that cage as the winner. Them giving the split decision made him feel like maybe he did better than he thought, which I'm not saying he did bad. I'm saying in the moment between him and I, we know when we look at each other, we could be like, who got the better of who? In these 25 minutes. That's, yeah. And he could comfortably say, like, you got it. 
you know, it was, you know, I gave a good fight. It was competitive and you're better than I thought you are. And I think you got it. And I think he was okay with that. And then when they announced the decision that it was a split, he was probably like, oh, maybe I did win the fight, man. But then he, I'm glad he said, like, let me go back and watch it because mm -hmm. that's respectable. And as a competitor, that's what you do. And he says, he thinks he beats me in a rematch. But, brother, like, those adjustments that you say you will make are the same ones I'm saying, I know what I could do differently. And if we were to have a rematch, I think I could make it look, I don't want to say easy because I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to disrespect him like that. But I think I could do it a lot better and make it more dominant of a win for myself. Yeah, I agree. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, Especially and, like when you got the back and stuff and it was like quickly unraveling dude, in the those clinch, moments. The clinch is where I should have lived. I should have lived in the clinch. I try to play too much of the striker game. If I, if I were able to do that back, I think some of the advice that the corner should have given me was, hey, let's try to strike just enough to get him to tie up with you and push him back to his defense. And that's the strategy. Yeah. And I think every time I had him in the clinch and Henry wrestled, he wrestled too much and gave me opportunities to either scramble out, peek out, out of his cradle, peek out into different positions, allow me to push him towards the cage and get my takedowns. And that's where I think the fight was predominantly won because the striking was was close. Like I was, I was edging him, but I felt like it was close in the sense of like the impactful strikes. Like I felt like I did more damage, but I felt like the strike count was only like a difference of maybe five to eight, maybe 10. Like nothing where it's like, oh, you definitely killed him in the striking department. You know, like I didn't feel like I killed him in the striking, but I felt the grappling whenever we were in those sequences, for the most part, I felt like that's where I landed the biggest strikes, the knees to the body, the yeah. elbow to the face. Yeah. Um, I felt like punishing him to the legs when I had the back position. Mm -hmm. Like I did more damage in those positions and threatened more with the lace the leg, lace the back. I feel like that's where the fight could be won a lot more. That being said, though, I did feel like the more you were on the feet, the better the fight was going for you. Yeah. Like, you were definitely winning the striking exchanges, in my opinion. No, I, I felt and like I was winning. Like, the, for like sure. there were some, like, there were moments, like, in the middle of the fight where you were, like, going for more takedowns, and I was like, keep striking. Like, that was what I was hoping you would do because you were yeah. winning those, like, clearly. Yeah, and uh, I just didn't want, I felt like I was getting too comfortable and giving him too many opportunities to, because he kept winging those big shots. I'm like, am I playing with fire here? And and that was kind of like the the thought process in the heat of the moment. Like, yeah. uh, maybe yeah, he's that's getting too close. And I could hear the crowd going like, ah, as he's whipping yeah. these big punches yeah. across my face. I'm like, yeah, that was a little closer, too close for comfort. Yeah, it was like in the middle of the octagon, if you were striking with him, you were winning. And yes. then against the fence, you were dominating, I felt like. And then it, when the wrestling in the middle of the octagon is when it felt like it was more close, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, Henry's a great competitor, man. Like I, I give him, like I said, I give him his flowers. Um, I'm glad now that he has more respect for me and my skill set because I felt like he was very dismissive. Yeah. And I think that might have played to the downfall because I think he really did underestimate me. I think his jujitsu guys, like the one little kid who kept staring at me that I wanted to smack his face. Um, I think they underestimated how good my grappling was as well. I mean, I took down an Olympian multiple times and I don't think I really struggled to get the takedowns. Like, if we, even if we had a straight wrestling match, I, I don't think it's that much of a, like... It felt like you had more success against Henry than, than Jan. 
Yeah, well, I, I think there's just a difference in it. I think Jan was, and the way I set up the takedowns with Jan was more like, I'm just gonna shoot. I'm just gonna shoot. It wasn't like, <laughs> yeah, like the setups in, in that, I feel like the different, like you have to see the sequences in the failed attempts with Jan versus the failed attempts with, with uh, Henry. There were some really bad ones with both. Mm. Like I would definitely say there was definitely some really bad ones, but for the most part, I think the way the successful takedowns that I did get on both guys, you have to see the differences in the setups and the entries and uh, how I finished. So I think when you break down and, and analyze those sequences, you can kind of see the, the subtle nuances between a guy who's a traditional wrestler versus a guy who's more like MMA wrestling, just to sprawl and I just want to keep the fight standing in Piotr Jan. Yeah. So I don't know. I think all in all, some really good stuff. <clears throat> I don't want to rant about this forever, but I'm happy, man. Like even just reading off the, the accolades, now I got the most wins in the Bantamweight division, defending the belt three times in a row. Um, four title fight wins. Four title fight wins. First guy to ever win a belt by DQ. No one's ever going to touch that record. <laughs> like, I don't think that's ever going to be touts. <laughs> um, most top five wins in bandway history. That's crazy, man. It's so you know. It's most I think I have some of the highest um, strike differential in terms of like I don't get hit that often. You're you gonna know? be the first guy to humble Sean O'Malley. First guy. No, I think Cheeto humbled him, and uh, whether he wants to admit it or not, his weakness is on the ground, and his weakness also is his chin. Like he got hit one time, and he went out with Cheeto. So as much as he thinks, he's got a little ass head. We both, it's gonna be the battle of the little heads between <laughs> him and I. It's gonna be two little twigs in there with these little tiny heads. Like I'm brolic with this tiny head. He's gonna be this tall skinny guy with a, with a tiny head too. I'm looking at him like, man, your head is so small. Like it's gonna be a hard target to hit. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy because like Henry, has a huge head it's and it's like the more the, you can't hit him enough like and, <laughs> like you have to hit him so many times especially with you because you don't like throw as hard but like sean has a littler head and but the thing is with sean like he's like i feel like sean's like danger factor is more dangerous than what henry was going to present to you but i feel like that's what i said when i like leading up to this oh, fight yeah but, we knew that yeah yeah and people are saying like oh you just want the easy fight I go, the only part of Sean that's easy is once the takedown is completed. And even then, it's still a big but unknown. here, when you two are like this, it's like scary hours. Yes. 100%. Because he can crack. And I, and I said that. Like, and that's I dangerous, that. man. He yeah. could crack and before, like, in theory, he could crack you before you even get a chance to get him on the ground. And then it's like, whoa. Yeah. Like, before you even get to show your skills against his weaknesses. I'd be so upset. That would so suck. Pissed. But I'd like, so pissed. At, the, at the same time, oh. you're, you, you could do the same thing to him. You could, yeah. before he throws a punch, you could have him on the on his butt against the fence and it's pretty probably over there. I need to just make sure I'm fucking upright, not dipping my head down. I need to not reach and overextend. I need to make sure everything is tight. Maybe even coming in the way Henry does, and seeing everything and trying to shell and cut him off and get him to throw something that would be bad and having to slip. Like, I'm not trying to come up with my chin up in the air because I, I don't want to go down because now I can't really see his attacks come from underneath. But I got to make sure I'm somewhere in this neutral ground where I'm not staying at the end of his punches where I can still slip and still not run into a head kick, run to a front kick. Like there's a lot of weapons that he has. And I'm 
very cognizant of this. Like people would think, oh, you're gonna just dog walk. I'm like, in hind in theory on paper, I should, but I also know that he also has the skill set to literally put me out. <laughs> and I'm not trying to have that happen. Yeah, probably more so than anybody just because of the like the reach combined yeah. with the power and like the quickness. Yeah. But and like Jan took him down a few times, bro. Of course. <laughs> like slammed him on his fucking head. Like but Jan was willing <laughs> to step in the fire and throw with him. So I have to make sure that it, it, I got to make sure I come correct. That's that's the main 100%, thing. 100%. Yeah. I come correct. I think it'll be a good fight. Yeah. So that's my analysis on Sean O'Malley in that matchup. I think it's going to be a great fight. Um, I'm not sure where we're going to do it yet. I know the UFC wants to do Boston. That's a quick turnaround. I'm already 165. I was well, This morning, I was 165 and a half pounds, bro. And I only ate two waffles. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> after, my two, after my two waffles, I, I didn't eat anything else all day. And I was about, like later on, just like using the bathroom a couple of times. I'm, I'm like kind of bloated still. My legs are a little swollen. Well, a lot of swollen. I was 163 and a half. So my weight's coming down a little bit. But yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to have the weight stick. So I might go for a walk after this just to like keep everything moving. Um, I'm gonna eat a shit ton tonight at Vincent's. We're gonna we're gonna crush. Oh yeah. A, a lot of pasta. I'm gonna crush over there some bread. So you know I'm going up to probably like 168 by tomorrow. Um, Jeez. But after this week, I think after the swelling goes down, I could kind of get back into the and ease into things. Maybe start hitting some pads again. Work on some strategical things. Cleaning up the way I step in on my jab and not over commit and lift my leg where I'm telegraphing like, hey, I'm gonna jab you now. You know, I don't, I don't want to give that away when I'm fighting yeah. Sean. I'm not trying to do all that. Wow. So this is ah, we're in a good spot. I'm excited. Oh, UFC Charlotte. I'm going to be in the building, guys. My cousin's birthday is this Friday, May 12th. So we're gonna be out there. I think we're gonna go to the the Pitbull concert first. Oh, nice. Um, my guy Kevin, he helps run a lot of the things for. I'm not sure if he's like the manager. Like I gotta ask him. Like, so what exactly is like your title, Kevin? He's the one that set up everything up for New York City. Oh at, yeah, at the I Harbor yeah, Sucker yeah, Punch. Okay. He said he did the T-shirts that we had the new design, the new logo. Him. So I'm like, what? Do you, like, what are you guys like? What is the name of your operation, sir? Hmm. Like, we're good friends, but I'm like, I don't even know like what to call yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, okay. But he works for Pitbull, does like some management stuff for him, his his tours and things like that. So he's gonna set some stuff up for me in Charlotte also. And we're, probably, we're gonna go check out the concert. And then after that, we got the fights on Saturday. Looking forward to watching that. So yeah, UFC Charlotte, we're gonna be in the building. Come say hi. Um, put some respect on the name, Doug. Call me, when you come up to me, call me Mr. Three Time. <laughs> three Time Defending. Yeah, Mr. Three Time. What's up, Three Time? I'm like, ah, chill, chill, just call me out, Joe, bro. Call me out, bro. <laughs> it's okay, man. Yeah, um, God bless, God bless. Yo, I, I wanted to talk about the post-fight interview in the Octagon. Yeah. I wanted to hear because people think it like took the moment away from you, and I personally feel like it was like exactly how it should have gone, in my opinion. I mean, it definitely took the moment away for sure, but it also did what it was supposed to do. I was setting up the next fight, which I knew right away. Um, I didn't even have to think about it. You know, I've done this so many times at this point. The TJ one, I kind of dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they were like I, worried I, you were gonna do another fifty cent thing. Yeah, and and. <laughs> I don't even necessarily think I dropped the ball in the TJ fight. I just wasn't impressed with O'Malley in that fight for me to go, yeah, that's definitely the next guy. It was kind of like, 
you know what, let's just look at everything and kind of see this, the sequence and see what is the, the best fight after the TJ fight. And fortunately, whatever, Henry entered the, the, the pool and we ended up fighting Henry instead of um, O'Malley. So now we got this one. Yeah, a little bit of damper on like some of the things I want to say. I didn't even get to thank like my team or anything at all. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. We set up the fight. That's that was the most important thing, and uh, you know he had a really nice jacket. I'm glad he gave it to Marab. Um, he had a nice jacket, or Marab had a nice jacket. I thought it was Marab's jacket now. Oh no, it is Marab's jacket yeah. now. Sean had a nice jacket. Yeah, he had. I mean, even if he walked away with it in the end, it's still Marab's property. Yeah, I sure. Think. I think that's a worldwide consensus. Yeah, I mean, he should gift that to Marab. Like, if he doesn't, it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> He was trying to say, like, oh, I had, like, a, 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 he a, tried. a Russian smell. I'm like, one, he's not a Russian. Yo, shit. on Ariel, he <laughs> said, I, w- I would say more about Marab, but I don't think he has it all the way there. I'm like, yo, yeah, you're yeah. bogus. Yeah. He's like, I don't think he's all the way there. I'm like, yo, Marab would, Marab would smoke trolling. you, buddy. <laughs> like, I think he's just trolling on Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't even know if it's appropriate for me to say that. But, but yeah, that's, that's the plan right now this weekend. Charlotte, we might actually have a, a, a pop-up over in Phoenix, Arizona coming up. That might be May 19th. So getting the wheels turning everything. Yesterday, I also got to do my rum tasting. Mm-hmm. Super happy with the product that these guys had. We did three different ones. They were all relatively good, but then there was one in particular that was the best standout. Drinking it warm, like on the, like just straight up neat drinking it on the rocks, and then being able to have a good blend when it comes to um, uh, chasers. So we chased it with, with Coke, because that's normally what people drink their, rum their rum with, rum and yeah. Coke. Nice. Um, and it blended so nicely, man. So I, I'm really happy with that. And now, yeah, it was, I think they concocted everything in Amsterdam, but then we're gonna take the formula when we go down, we figure out the distilleries, try to get like the quote on the prices or whatever, bring the formula, have them produce it and see what they come up with their flavor profile. And then from there, see how much it's gonna cost and whatever, and then figure out distribution or whatever. I got people already super excited about trying it. They want to get their hands on it. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm pumped, man. Like, and this is a new adventure. And at the perfect time yeah. in your career where you're gonna have the most eyes on you now. Like, yeah. It's just exciting because I'm starting from scratch as a baby in a completely new space that I have no knowledge about whatsoever. I just like rum. And you're passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. And and this might be an opportunity for me to actually get my family involved with stuff instead of like, and I'm not saying I give my family handouts because I don't. I'm very smart with my money. I'm very frugal. People, if you know me, you know I'm a cheap mom. If it's free, it's for me. You know, that's that's my model. So he's using my HBO Max account right now because he doesn't want to pay for it. <laughs> so this would be a great opportunity for me to get my family involved and in maybe doing like some ambassador stuff, going out and being a representative and giving them like a certain amount of money to go spend and paying them for their time to do that to where I could put money in their pocket while they're still helping the brand and that type of thing and get them involved. Like, yeah, they won't have a real experience, but it's an opportunity for them to get experience and really get themselves vested with the company where it could be like, you can get part ownership of this um, if you're willing to put the work in, you know, yeah. some sweat equity. So we'll, we'll see how this goes, man. I'm, I'm very, very excited about this. Like everything's looking like it's trending in the right direction. These guys are working as we speak 
And I don't know if it's okay or smart for me to show the logo design of what the bottle's gonna look like. I, I don't know if that would be wise of me or maybe, maybe it'd be a good teaser. Sure. I don't know. I'm gonna ask these guys to see what they yeah. think, but all the, yeah, life, life is good right now. So thank you guys, man. And of course, Ariel Hawani, man, shout out to him for, I, I mean, I'm not really, shout out to him for nothing really. Um, I guess for him just having a popular show, shout out to him for that. Mm -hmm. So, cause I said that shout out thing on the Venmo thing. It was like, yeah, my Venmo is Aljamain Sterling and my cash app is Folkmaster Corpse. So if you bet on me, you want to send me a dollar? No, but actually after you logged off, I was watching live yeah. and he was like, yo guys, how many of we, how many can, there's 10,000 people in here. Let's get you guys, can we get half of you guys to go send Aljo a dollar? Like he actually, oh, that was cool. he was showing Well, that like, shout out to yeah, Ariel yeah. for pushing that because yeah. man, the, like as soon as I said it, I started getting notifications on my phone while yeah. I was on air. And then uh, yeah, I afterwards, it just kept coming in. I was yeah. like, oh, I thought this was a joke. But I think that's a really cool idea. Like if you have a favorite fighter and they fight, I'm not saying, I'm not, it's weird because I feel like you're begging for money, but we're yeah. not begging for money. But if there's a way to go like, you want to give them a tip. I know people were trying to- Because a lot of them want money on you. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's normal, I think. Like, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, we don't get a percentage of the pay-per-view buys unless it does plus 250000 Oh. Then we get a cut, and it's only a dollar. Okay. So when you think about it, it's like, well, if the fans just give us direct to, cons like, direct to the, to the uh, product instead of us having to wait till we hit a certain threshold. The funniest part was some of the people that were putting in, like, the details. Oh, I illegally streamed that. I was like, come on. But at the same time, it's like, that's still exactly what you would have gotten if they yeah, sent a yeah, dollar. Yeah. yeah. And some people sent me a 20. Some people sent me 10. Some, some people sent me five. They sent me an odd number, like $4.81. Like, this is what it will cost in Colorado. I'm like, I, do whatever, man. I really do. Thank you. Appreciate cool. it. Um, so I think that would be something cool to do. I'm not saying, hey, go flood every fighter's bank account like, uh, and donate to them. But I think it's a cool thing. Like, if someone's on the main card or the main card, I think it's a great way to get people involved and while we're doing all these betting apps and all these stuff i think it's a cool little kickback even if it's 50 cent like i had people sending me 50 cents which i was like i mean the money is money yeah at the end of the day yeah, like, up. yeah um so thank you guys for that. i definitely do appreciate that I, I don't take that for granted whatsoever even though i did get a, a pretty solid check for this so oh yeah that's just like extra drink money um nice i'm happy so, for you yeah, man. i appreciate it other, other than that, goat. yeah. <laughs> Outside of that, man, we got the fights this weekend in Charlotte. Main event, Jari, uh, Jari, how do you say his name again? Jarzinho Rosenstrike. Yeah, Jarzinho. He's taking on Alton, Jalton Almeida. I don't even know what to think about the fight. I feel like I watch Almeida fight and he's kind of like a marauder. Okay. I, don't, I haven't really seen either of them fight too much. Rosenstruck came in pretty hot, was getting some good finishes, uh -huh. and then he ran into Francis Ngano, and he ran into somebody else, and from there, uh, Derek Lewis, and it kind of hasn't been looking too good for him. But this is an opportunity for him to kind of get everything back on the up and up, man. Mm -hmm. We'll see. He won his last one over Dawkins, knocked him out, 23 seconds, wow. Uh, left in the first round, no, into the first round. That's, that's nuts. But yeah, he lost to Volkov, TKO. He lost to Curtis Blaze by decision. He beat Sakai. He lost to Cyril Gan. 
Um, he, yeah, beat he beat the Santos. Sa- he beat Sakai with one second left in the first round. Yeah, it's not crazy. Me. But it's like he's kind of had like an up and down, like back and forth, yeah. alternating between wins and losses. But it's a good opportunity for him to kind of keep the trek going, get one more back to back over a guy who's on a three fight win streak. They were trying to have Mirab and Umar headline this card. <clears throat> yeah. It would have been crazy. That would have been a fast turnaround. Yeah. Um, then we got Anthony Smith taking on Johnny Walker. This should be a fun fight. I, I don't really have like an analysis for this. If Johnny Walker shows up the way he did for the last one, I think it's a little more calculated. I think he can take Smith. But it's going to be a tough fight. I mean, he won his last two. I think he's been making some good adjustments. But Smith is no slouch. He's a veteran. He's fought the who's who's of this division and, and at 185. He lost to Uncle Iev. But can he bounce back? Find out this weekend on UFC Charlotte. Um, Gary, he's taking on D-Rod. That's a fun That's fight. That's a great fight. To me, it's Alex Morono. That's a good fight. Matt Brown versus Court McGee. Um, should be cool. Court McGee is one of those guys who's been around from the Ultimate Fight, I think like 10 or 11. So he's been around the block for a very long time. Yeah, some, some good ones coming up, man. Cody Stamen taking on Douglas De Andrade. Mm-hmm. Andrade. Nathan Levy, your Ooh. fellow Jewish brethren. brethren. Let's, let's go, Nathan. Taking on Pete Rodriguez. I don't think I know who the heck that guy is. Uh, is he a contender guy? I don't know. Let's see. No, he fought Mike Jackson. Oh, I've seen this guy. He's tough. Yeah, he's a tough guy. He shot. He fought Jack Della Maddalena. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's not a... So he fought only on Icon. I don't even know what Icon is. Is that, is that Masvidal? No. Icon promotion? Wait, he has a MMA promotion too? I thought so. I thought it was just boxing. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's... No, this is a Mexican promotion. Okay. I don't know who this guy is. I think I might have seen him fight once, maybe. If it's the same guy I'm thinking. Kind of like albino-ish skin. Um, not albino-ish. Uh, I think he has vitiligo. Mike, or Pete Rodriguez? Yeah. Okay. I think. And we got Chioni. She's fighting Mandy Bomb. Boom. That should be a fun fight. Um, I'm pulling for Chion. Uh, she's a really nice girl. Sweet girl. I hope she gets the job done. I, I'd like to see her get a win in, in the UFC. I think she's oh, had a tough run. We saw her at the PI a few times. Yeah, right? yeah. one, two, three, four, four, five losing streak right now, man. So, yo, that chick, yo, Gion hits hard. Really? Hard, bro. She hit me one time. I was like, I was like, you know, I had to kick, I had to kick her a couple of times, kick that ass. Get away. Shoot. And then I started wrestling her. I was like, yo, you're not about to be out here punching me like this while I'm over here thinking like, oh, you know, you're a girl. I'm like, I'm not trying to. I'm not going to hit you. Yeah. I'm like, Meanwhile, you're trying to decapitate me and you actually know how to punch. I'm like, oh, you're not just a girl. You, you're, you're, you're her. Yeah, I was, I was going to say you're her. She's pretty good. She's man. really nice though. Yeah. Yeah. So I look forward to that one. I hope she can get it done. So some fun fights overall. It'd be cool to kind of just kick back, unwind, have a couple drinks, and just be a fight fan and not have to worry about getting ready for a fight. I'm looking forward to that. 
I'm really very much looking forward to it. You know, Sean Sean said you don't have much of a choice in 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 fighting in August and I which I find hilarious. <laughs> so uh yeah, man, I guess against your will you're fighting in August, so have a few drinks tonight and then get back to cutting weight now. Yeah. I think tomorrow you get back on the like, train. Don't get too big. Don't get too big, bro. You, you, just quick turn around. Let's quick turn around. He hopes it's a quick turn around. He hopes you got some kind of injury. Bro, I know that's quick turn around. Don't get too fat, bro. I know there's a lot of weight, Aljo. Yo, they, they all try to like get you in your head about the weight cut and it's like... I'm like, but I made the weight. You guys are focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know, Henry, I'm going to make you pay for every last ounce that you had to cut. <sighs> Are you okay, Henry? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I got a prediction that I'll save for the next podcast. Okay. For how you beat Sean. How's that? Should I say it now? Hey, why not? First round submission. First round submission. I'm saying first round TKO. Nah, I'm saying you get I'm him. I'm saying first round TKO. I take his ass down. And then we got to do Tim Welch versus Al. Because Tim, Tim was saying Al could get fucked up in the octagon when Marab took his coat. Yeah. <laughs> so we should put that on the undercard, I think. <laughs> Tim Walsh used to fight. Yeah. He used to actually fight. He was. But Al is him, bro. Al fought for the title. He was decent. I mean, nothing special. He was decent, though. But it seems like he has a pretty solid MMA mind, I think, from what I hear him say for the most part. But that would be fun. Timbo versus. The raging one. Timbo raging. That would be I talk fire. to Dana. I think we can make this happen. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm excited. Yo, about but that. now it's our channel versus his channel. We already beat Henry's channel. Yeah. Like, we've already surpassed them in every way possible. Kudos to Henry, though, for right after doing content right after and, like, talking to the camera. I saw the one clip he put out today where he's like, all right, turn it off now. The fight. That was, that's cool. I mean, it's good content, and but it's also... They go hard over there. It's it's just work. Like, I don't think people realize yeah. how much work it yeah. is to have a YouTube channel. And while we're here, before I forget, Volkanovski, I saw his reaction video, and he's right, man. Like, I, there was no way I was calling Volkanovski out after that performance. There's just no way. Like, that performance versus all Volk's last few performances, that Aljamain Sterling gets wrecked. And uh, I wouldn't, I'm not saying like, I just don't, I just think he beats me up. I don't think he like, maybe he doesn't finish me, but I think he beats me up for five rounds in that performance. Like if I took that same performance and came out to the fight against Volk like that, it's not a good night for me. It's not. And I can openly say that and be honest about myself in that assessment. And uh, I think with the O'Malley fight, if I could go out there and really show some improvements in the striking, more comfortability. And I'm not saying I'm coming out there to strike with Sean, but I think if I could just show a little bit more tacticalness with it, make it a little bit more purposeful, and put a couple sit-down shots on him, I think it could make it more appealing so that when I do go up, whoever I am competing against when I go out for the belt, uh, it's it it just it's more of an enticing fight for the fans. Yeah, if, yeah. you know what I'm saying. It, it's more like understandable why you're getting that fight. Yeah, and I'm not just jumping into it and they're just like, yo, bro, you have no chance. And then everyone's like, yo, I don't care about this fight because exactly, he's yeah. just gonna get ran through. I'm and not, I, I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying, to, I'm not trying to have a train ran through on me, you know. Pause. Yo. Wow. Pause. Yeah. So wow. Okay. 
hey man, that caught me off guard. I gotta be honest, man. I gotta be honest, you know. And it, I felt, I felt the the aura of Volk sitting on the couch. And he's like, please don't just, bro. Please, you, neither one of you guys, please don't call me out after that. Yeah, and especially like, after his Islam fight where he did so well against Islam. Yeah, <laughs> in my head, I was like. He has wow. a very good point here. <laughs> but, like, I think the way fans would get excited about that fight is either you just completely crush Sean and then call out Volk and it's a sick call out. Yeah. Or you go up to 145, fight someone ranked, beat them, and then it's like, okay. That's another way to go about it. You know, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, it just depends it on the performance, out. man. Yeah. It really depends on the performance. I hope I do a good job. And at the end of the day, I put the work in, man. Like, I'm, I'm not... Like whatever people want to say about respect and whatever and my career controversial, dude. At the end of the day, numbers speak, stats speak for itself. Numbers do not lie. I can't be denied anymore. If you want to keep trying to deny me, you're just straight up delusional. And at this point, I don't give a rat's ass. Like I know I am him. I am him. Like no, no matter what you want to say, like in my yes. most humble brag is I know what it is. Like freaking. Acknowledge the greatness, yo. That that's it, and I'm not done yet. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like knowing that I'm not done yet. You can say whatever you want. Like I'm pretty reserved in how I am with being a champ and whatever, whatever, and even the accolades before even being a champ. Like I know what I have accomplished, and yeah. I know that's a very hard thing to do. So anyone who wants to try to shit on me, like run up your score first before you come over here and start talking that shit. Like run your score up. And come with me some with some actual stats that actually can hold a candle to my flame, you know. And that's that's honestly, I don't know. That's just how I'm feeling right now. So I chose violence today. I'm def right. I'm definitely clipping that. <laughs> All right, guys, we're done. Yo, please hit that like button, man, so this algorithm thing can start circulating, percolating, and hurt. I don't know. Hey, yo, what do y'all think about the walkout song, man? I hope, yo, let me know if that walkout song was I think fire. Unanimous, I thought it was banging. Unanimous fire on the walkout. Everyone loved the walkout. And I put my own song in there, which was that cool was as hell. sick. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know, go Shazam it. It's on Spotify. It's on all streaming platforms. Go check that out. Demilo, Demilo, talk to me, mommy. Talk to me nice. Somebody pulled me a shot. Now everybody out here lit. All right, all right guys. Good episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Much love. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Love you guys, man. Thanks for rocking with me. I appreciate the comments. I appreciate the love. I've been jumping in. During fight week, I was jumping in the comment section, engaging with everybody. So, yeah, man, we're out here. This is this has been a good stream of income for the two of us, for Jake and I. So, help us keep the lights on. Maybe yeah, definitely. Just hitting the like button. You guys you guys know who, who has the best <laughs> channel in MMA now, so. Let's go. It's time for our flowers. Let's go, guys. Peace.